It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. Larry Kudlow here. It's a great pleasure to be with you. We got so much to talk about. You know, there's... uh, I just want to start out by saying this is a great country. It's a great country. Why do I say it's a great country? Because... Our nation's capital is producing such bad policies, and there's so much vitriol, and it's like nothing's getting solved, but it's a great country. You know what? This, too, will pass. How's that? So kind of maybe one of the themes of the show today. We're in this kind of weird, big government, socialist, climate change, I hate capitalism, I hate businesses. We're in this weird period. But this too will pass. You know, this will, we've seen these little progressive woke interludes before. We've seen them before. They will pass. The cavalry's coming. The Democrats have had their shot. They've moved so far to the left. There's not one iota, scintilla, inch of common sense anywhere. And all of it's sort of encapsulated by this goofy, dumb uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which has been ridiculed everywhere you look. And I'm not going to help it, uh, although there was one small thing that Senator uh, Cinema got right. But, you know, it's like you get yourself, what, a $900 billion spending bill, the original bill. Remember, go back, uh, I don't know how many months, six months ago, whenever they introduced the Build Back Better bill, which was a $5 trillion bill, larded up with massive spending and Green New Deal and high taxes on successful earners and small businesses and wealthy people and confiscation of wealth, all that stuff. So here they are still six months later or however many, eight months later, Still limping down the road, desperately trying to get something done before they get booted out of office in November. And they've got this uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which I guess, depending, I haven't seen the official, there is no official scorecard. They're going to be voting on amendments today, Votorama, on the floor of the Senate. It's probably about a, a nine, eight or nine hundred billion dollar bill. Okay, eight or nine hundred billion dollar bill with some small but nasty tax hikes and this whole IRS craziness going after ordinary people, small businesses, et cetera, et cetera, conservatives. You can bet the IRS is going to go after conservatives. You can bet that, okay? They're going to get $80 billion to hire 87,000 more IRS agents to collect underreported taxes. What a scam, underreported. First of all, remember Lois Lerner, go back, 2013, Obama administration, second term, Lois Lerner, a left-wing political operative in the IRS harassing conservative groups. And she was called on the carpet, made to testify. She apologized. Then she ran out of town three steps ahead of the dog catcher. Otherwise, they would have thrown her in jail. Probably should have thrown her in jail. But this IRS thing, you know, get ready. They're going to be at conservative political action committees, uh, religious conservatives they'll go after, pro-life uh, conservatives. 
And then they'll go after small business and Uber drivers and waitresses and people that own their own companies. Really? It's just all utter night. It assumes, and here's a typical left-wing woke assumption. It assumes that we all spend our lives trying to cheat the tax collector. But we don't. The vast, vast, vast majority. I know there's some rotten apples. The vast, vast, vast majority of people want to pay their taxes according to the tax law. That's what they do. Americans are, by and large, by and large, Americans are law-abiding. Okay? I know there's a lot of rotten apples who ought to be in jail, who shouldn't, who are in the jail, but that's a different subject. But on taxes, most people want to do the right thing. Here's the problem with the t- The problem is the damn tax code. This tax code is so complex. It's so complicated. Nobody knows what it means. You know, you could take a couple of tax provisions and go out and find yourself five or six tax accountants, and they will disagree on what the provision means. And then if the IRS disagrees with their disagreement, oh, you're underreporting. We're going to fine you. We're going to take you to jail. We're going to harass you. We're going to close down your bank accounts. All this stuff. That's all this is about. It's a terrible tax code. If you had a nice, simple, Steve Forbes-like flat tax, low rate, simple, simplification We wouldn't need all these IRS agents. We wouldn't have to go to court. We wouldn't have to spend tens of thousands and in many cases millions of dollars to hire lawyers and accountants to so-called get in compliance with what the IRS means. Half the time the IRS people don't even know what it means. This is a function of the terrible tax system. It's not about Americans breaking the law. But it will be used. Mark my words, kids. It will be used to harass conservative groups. That will be part of it. You'll see, always happens. And then they say, well, it's going to raise $250 billion. We're going to recover unreported fees. Sure we are. And so less the $80 billion, it'll be $150 billion to cut the budget deficit. It's all nonsense. None of that will happen. It's all BS. Honestly, it's all BS. This is a terrible thing. Democrats love this stuff. They love this stuff. We're all a bunch of tax cheats. Only they, only the permanent bureaucracy in the D.C. swamp knows best, right? Wrong. So, okay, the Senate will be voting today and I guess tomorrow. Lots and lots of amendments on all the different parts of this Inflation Reduction Act, which, by the way, all these economic models have said is no inflation reduction. The CBO said Congressional Budget Office, you know, these are not rapid supply-side Republican types, believe me. More career staff in Washington, the bowels of the bureaucracy. But Congressional Budget Office says, nope, no, it won't, won't affect inflation. Joint Tax Committee, no, it won't, won't, won't affect inflation. The University of Pennsylvania Wharton model, no, it won't, won't affect inflation. The Tax Foundation, no, it won't, won't affect inflation. Nada, no good. Only Joe Biden, 
and his economic advisors in the White House and Chuck Schumer and now Joe Manchin. It's going to cut inflation. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with inflation. In fact, in fact, there is a fair piece of spending in here. I mean, I thought we learned, we, the country, we economic experts, I guess we didn't learn, we, members of Congress, we, the Democratic Party, I mean, basically, there's, a, you know, the way they're scoring this thing, and we'll get more information on scorecard, but um, all these uh, Green New Deal, climate change, uh, tax credits and deductions. By the way, there's so many tax credits littered throughout the uh, tax code. That's one reason. Nobody knows what these credits are, how to apply them. I mean, that's one of the biggest problems. Tax credits, by the way, is nothing more than spending through the tax code. It's a terrible idea. Complicated. Nobody understands it. So many rules and regulations. But anyway, there's about $450 billion. That's what's scored. $450 billion. And then there's, um, they say, the Obamacare, social spending, health care subsidies for wealthy people, by the way, up to three, 400000 You can get it. Uh, that's $64 billion. No, it's not. Over 10 years, it's uh, about $250 billion. So you've got to add that back in. So $450, $250 billion, what's that? It's about $700 billion. And then let's not forget, let's not forget, please, two weeks ago they passed the CHIPS Plus bill, corporate welfare bill, aimed at semiconductor companies, but it's also the usual Green New Deal, larding it up. Energy Department gets hedge funds, you know, slush funds. Commerce Department gets slush. Anyway, that thing is $280 billion. Call it $300 billion. So I'm at now $450 uh, plus $150, dollars dollars You know, I'm at about $900 billion of spending if it's scored right, if it is scored right. So that's inflationary. That's inflationary. And it'll be spent out as fast as their little fingers can spend it out. So that ain't nothing. We don't need it. Nobody wants this stuff. It's the most unpopular bill. Every American, every man or woman who's worked in business or follows this in the papers and the media and radio and TV, anybody who follows this knows more spending by Uncle Sam on top of already too much spending in the last uh, 18 months is inflationary. They know that. They don't want it. They don't want climate change. What they want is $2 gasoline. They don't want $100 a barrel oil. What they want is $50 or $60 a barrel oil. They don't want high grocery and food prices, which is caused in part by the oil shock, hitting fertilizers and whatnot. They know they, they don't want to end fossil fuels. I had Rick Perry on, former Energy Secretary, Governor of Texas, a, great, a truly great American. Fossil fuels are the backbone of the American energy and power system and will be so for another 100 years at least. And by the way, nat gas is clean burning, and we should add nuclear to that. But my point is Americans do not want to end fossil fuels. Only the far-left, radical, woke Bidens want to end fossil fuels or the Democratic Party want to end fossil fuels. The rest of the country knows oil, and we have the cleanest oil in the world, natural gas, 
even coal's getting cleaner and cleaner with carbon capture and storage and sequestration. Nothing against wind turbines and solar, but that ain't going to do it. It's only 5 or 6%. Amer- ordinary Americans know this. They don't agree with the administration about ending fossil fuels, but that's what this bill is all about, ending fossil fuels. And it is a terrible idea. Nobody wants this. And all the tax birds, the IRS, plus assorted tax cats and dogs. I'll come back to the tax thing. Kirsten Sinema, by the way, did something good. There's something good here. Uh, We'll come back to that after we take a quick break. And then the jobs report yesterday was good. I'm all for more Americans working. I'm afraid I don't think it's going to last. But we'll talk some more about that. And by the way, folks, I got Michael Goodwin in, the Pulitzer-winning columnist for the New York Post. We're going to talk about Lee Zeldin, Republican candidate for governor, who's doing relatively well in the polls. He is the last hope for New York. I'm telling you, Lee Zeldin, Congressman Lee Zeldin. They tried to kill him in upstate New York, but he had a black belt and he could fend them off. Anyway, that's some of the highlights of this show.